Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From border to border, across the Commonwealth of Kentucky, this is Big Blue Insider. Talk to Dick Gabriel. Call 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287. Or statewide at 1-800-606-GAME. That's 1-800-606-4263. Or you can tweet the show at Big Blue Insider 1. Now, here's Dick Gabriel. Hello, everybody. Through the facilities of the iHeartMedia Megaplex, this is Dick Gabriel. This is the statewide edition of the Big Blue Insider. You've heard comments from Mark Stoops and John Calipari and Craig Skinner and Jack Givens. It's been a full night. It's going to get even fuller because we are here with Aaron Gershon and Billy Rutledge. Coming up a little bit later on, Jeff Pecoro as well. We're going to talk Kentucky basketball and football with you on the statewide BBI. When is the last time you took a good look at your house? Actually walked all the way around and looked at the exterior. Mold, dust, weather can drastically change the way your home looks and cause damage. Hydrosphere Services is the first and only call you need to make. Hydrosphere Services are the experts in pressure and power washing, plus they are certified, insured, and trained to give you the best-in-class cleaning services. If you are a home or a business owner, make the call now to Hydrosphere Services, 219-2200. That's 219-2200, or visit hydrospheresservices.com. Have you been dreaming of upgrading your home environment? Maybe a larger TV? A sound system so real you feel you're at the game? Music that plays throughout every room in your house, including the patio? Lighting you control with the touch of a button? This is Barney Miller, and our team of technology experts customizes technology solutions for Kentucky homeowners. Stop by our showroom downtown or visit BarneyMillers.com for more inspiration. At Barney Miller's, if you can dream it, we can design it. Hey guys, game's on! Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den... Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins... At KU, our energies go to serving you. The same great food you're accustomed to can now arrive at your door. The Cellar Bar and Grill on Lansdowne Drive in the Signature Club is open for delivery and Uber Eats. Check out our full menu online at CellarGrill.com. That's CellarGrill with an E.com. You can also follow the Cellar on social media or call us at 317-8301. From the Cellar Bar and Grill to your door tonight, call 317-8301 now. For the Cellar Bar and Grill delivery. For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. 
Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsidervs.com. Go Cats! Got bugs in your house? Call IPM. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. For over 20 years, IPM Pest and Termite has been servicing homes and businesses. Ants, spiders, crickets, termites, moles, and mosquito services. Mention this ad and receive a discount on your pest maintenance service. You can always find out more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. It's the statewide edition of the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel, Billy Rutledge, Aaron Gershon. Welcome back. And we heard John Calipari, Aaron, talking about what his team's going to need to do against Bellarmine. And I have a feeling that are we going to listen to music all night? Or, uh, <laughs> that music wasn't over the air. So I don't know why that kept playing, but we're, we're good to go, boys. All right. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think this Bellarmine team is going to frustrate people watching the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they're going to hold the ball for the entire shot clock. Yeah. And it's going to, it's going to really put the uh, onus on the U.K. defenders and these young guys who aren't used to playing defense for the entire shot clock. <laughs> it's going to be a test. Yeah, they're going to have to be really disciplined. That you mean they're going to have to pick their spots at going in and reaching in for steals because you don't want to foul them and you don't want them to kill the time of possession battle. Which Calipari that means, teams usually don't do right. And but I think more importantly, and Cal was talking about this a little bit on the part of the radio show I heard of his. I listened about half of it. He was saying offensively, you got to make the most of your shot opportunities because yeah. they're going to hold on to the ball, and you don't want it. You know, Cal said a few weeks ago he wants to score eighty points tonight. You're not going to do that against Bellarmine if you don't make the majority of your shots. No, you're right, and you know, it, I, I like watching teams like Bellarmine play every once in a while. I, not everybody likes Scotty Davenport, but uh, it's like Calipari said, you may not see the ball bounce. <laughs> right. You know, that's just that's that's kind of old school, but it's so old school it's new. It's won them games because yeah. they won their conference last year. You know, obviously the new rule they couldn't get in the tournament, and I think they're only two and four, but they beat Louisville. So. Yeah, well, and they played tough for about a half against Duke. Yes, they're there. playing a gauntlet of knowing that they don't have the tournament. They're yeah. just preparing for that day because yeah. they got their play. They played at UCLA last night. They played at Duke. They're playing at Kentucky. Played at Louisville. I feel like they have another one in there too. Yeah, so. budget budget games. And I said they don't go for steals. Then again, there's Case and Wallace. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to so get we'll his. see how disruptive he can be. Uh, Billy, you were over in Louisville before you moved to Lexington and uh, shifted your career and, and, and began to become a radio superstar. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. But it has been interesting to see Bellarmine kind of blossom, hasn't it? Because, you know, you don't want to get into the big brother, little brother thing, but it's another D1 school in the city of Louisville. It is, and it was uh, a school in Louisville that many of my high school friends actually went to, Dick. It was an obtainable one when you didn't have Division One athletic talent or <laughs> you know, you didn't miss when you shot the ball. It was an obtainable goal, and so I've been on the campus. I've, I've nice. seen you know, what it's about. It's been very welcoming to everybody that isn't a Cards or Cats fan, and even if you are. And I, I can't help but love Scotty Davenport. 
let's be honest, what he's done for the city, what he's done at one school. I think there's a testament to anybody that stays at one school like that and builds a program up. And look at what they're doing with scheduling and who they're going to play. They're not afraid of anybody. Yeah. And um, I think that's making a testament a of their head coach. They're yeah. making a name for themselves. And and Scotty won a state title at Ballard, you know. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, and then he goes to U of L. That had to be. I, w- I want to get a, a chance to talk to him about what it must have been like for him because he so loved U of L. But it was a proper move for him to make to go to Bellarmine. And there were people when Kenny Payne was up for the job. There were people that were stumping. That's right. Kind of quietly. Uh, why not Scotty Davenport? You know. So uh, and he, I thought he did a classy thing. He was probably, with all due respect, this guy he'd not considered. But I thought he did a very classy thing when he said, "He said, There's, I'm not getting into that. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm not getting into that, uh, that that process or that picture or whatever." But that seemed like the perfect spot for him, didn't it, Bellerman? It did. It did. It was. Uh, it you know wasn't always Division One like we've talked about yeah. how they've kind of gone through the ranks. D2, but he's yeah. he's made it his own. And uh, you know if Bellerman's going to be anything like it was last year where it won its conference when it was ineligible for the NCAA tournament, I think that the future is very bright. And, yeah. you know, these Kentucky schools, they got to be careful. Louisville's already bitten the dust from Bellarmine. So Kentucky, they, <laughs> they, they got to be careful. I was going to say, he, he, Scotty Davenport said he wasn't going to get into the Louisville stuff. He just let his team do the talking. That's right. <laughs> Do they play Western Kentucky? They play your alma mater Does Bellarmine? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I'll give you will. a quick give look Give them time. Um you know, we'll when I, I just I just remember yes. this when well, I got graduated. Murray. When I graduated high school in Louisville, I had I, I carried nine hours from Bellarmine with me. <laughs> that you know you can earn those <laughs> credits. Alum. Or, you know, That's what you uh, are. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, I could. Uh, and then I I think I've told you this before. The first college basketball game I ever went to was the Bellarmine Knights <laughs> in their gym playing a team called Transylvania. And I'm like, what? There's a there's a, really there's a college called Transylvania because the coach's son was in our Cub Scout pack. So. We got the tickets, you know. And then the first U of L game I ever went to was a dollar ticket way up in the end zone. Was U of L against Bellarmine? It's like a fifty point blowout or something like that. But uh, not this year. Nope, <laughs> not this year. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Uh, there's there's time coming up to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but let us talk about uh, the the basketball Wildcats and what we've seen of late. It you know that was a feel good game, Aaron, when they got back and blistered North Florida. And it was, I think it was kind of the, uh, a game where here's a reminder you can sink three pointers. Yeah, right? a, it's almost frustrating because they're. I, I I'll pull up the numbers soon because I wrote a story on how the how crazy the numbers are when they lost those two games against good teams and then uh, beating up on the bad yeah. teams. Obviously, it's you know we could better be complaining defense. better defense. And, you know, a couple of years ago, they lost games in these. They lost to Evansville. They've had some close calls. So at least we're not seeing that this year. We're seeing them push through. But it is frustrating because they're showing everything you want and you were expecting from this teams when they're playing teams like North Florida and they just haven't brought it against those big opponents. And they'll have that opportunity on Sunday and they'll have it again next or in a few weeks against UCLA. Uh, but yeah, when they're clicking on all cylinders, they're playing like they did against North Florida. They're making their threes. Uh, they're not turning the ball over much, and they're making teams really fight for shots because North Florida, outside of I think they scored 17 in the last 10 minutes, uh, they didn't they didn't do much offensively all day. I think the most interesting thing, guys, and and Billy uh, for our listeners uh, is on the, in the mornings uh, on a uh, statewide show. Uh, I'm sure you guys have talked about this as well. I think the most interesting thing that's happened over the last couple of weeks is Calipari has spoken 
has been more outspoken and has been frank about why he keeps saying, you know, I, I think he broke it down more than he had in the past about, well, we haven't practiced together. And he, he was a lot more specific about it. But I wonder if that happens if C.J. Frederick doesn't do it. And C.J. Frederick, I thought, did a tremendous job. After one of the games, you might have been standing there when he talked about it. Uh, yeah, it was the day. One, it was after the Gonzaga game before prior to the North, North Florida. Florida. Game. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he basically talked about it as a player, you know, and people people asked him, well, what about the Bahamas games? And he said, we were just out there playing. Right. Just getting to know each other. You know, because that's that was my first question. You know, yeah, I realize you weren't practicing together, and I get that. And when you think about it, all right, we're going to take two players. Damian Collins, a terrible tragedy with his dad. But in terms of preparing for the season, and we're going to take two players from you, okay, for a while. We're going to take the college player of the year. Then we're going to take your point guard. Now, go get ready. And Damon was expected to start this year. That's true, too. I mean, I'm obviously. But I think anything he might have done preseason leading yeah, up to that was a bonus. of course. Of course. You know, so uh, I, I can understand that. But on the other hand, there's no excuse for no fire in this yeah. team in the first half against Gonzaga. Well, and Let me give you those numbers and, uh, that I was talking about. So against the, you know, the, the bad teams, for lack of better terms, they're shooting 51.5% from the field. And forty-five point seven from three again, and then against Gonzaga, Michigan State, thirty-eight percent from the field, twenty-six yeah. percent from three. And the other thing I noticed because Kentucky really shared the ball well against North Florida. Oh yeah. So in those games, they're averaging twenty-two and a half assists. They're averaging fourteen, and they only had eleven against Gonzaga. So it's staggering numbers. And sure, there's some new faces, and they're all trying to get to know each other. But I, I'm not. Not a big fan of these excuses, Dick. I don't like the fact that you can just say that we can't run any more plays because your national player of the year is not in the game. You know what I mean? Or he's not practicing with the team. You have actually a very experienced roster. You have a point guard that led the SEC in assists last year. The guys that you are bringing in are super seniors. These are guys who are transfers that have played at this level. So don't give me the excuse you don't have plays to run. But they don't. They don't run but, plays. Well, they're I think on sets. That's more a testament to the coaching. It's a double. That, that's I think, I think that's style. That's it. That's what he. Kenny Payne's the same way. Well, they run sets. They don't run a lot of plays. Well, Kenny Payne just became a coach. So he's it's, also we're winless. not comparing Kenny Payne to John Calipari, who's a Hall of Famer. We're, we're comparing philosophies. Well, it's not a good philosophy yeah. if you lose your best games at the start of the year every year. I agree. Well, look, you know, I'm trying to think here. You know, it's only November 28th. There's a lot of time till conference play. Outside of UCLA and Michigan's down this year, there aren't that many opportunities to stack those wins for seeding. Yep. Like, and you were only going to get the Louisville bracket if you were number one, more likely than not. And I don't think that's going to happen unless you I mean, win out, which you're not going to do. Yeah. You already probably blew it. And the SEC this year, Arkansas is really, really good. Alabama looks pretty good. Auburn's good. Tennessee's always good. After that, and maybe LSU, it's hard to tell with all the new faces. They're kind of like Murray State South right now. Yeah. But it's a mess. The SEC, there's a lot of new coaches. There's a lot of – talk about lack of continuity. Look at Florida. Look at Mississippi State. Look at um, Florida. I mean, they're just new coaches, new players, all that. So uh, there's not that many opportunities unless you sweep Arkansas or sweep Tennessee to really stack up that – NCAA tournament resume to get a seed you really want. I mean, <laughs> that's why those two losses are so hurtful, especially Michigan State, because they're just not that good this year. Yeah. We saw what Alabama did to them. And look, Gonzaga's gotten blown off the court oh, twice, man. and they should have lost to Xavier last night, and Xavier's not any good. Yeah. So I don't know. It's concerning. And I, and I agree. With, that's why I don't like the – I 
I get the lack of continuity. You have to run plays together, and I agree with that. But also, when you have an experienced team, especially the Michigan State game, there's no excuse to lose it. Well, there's Cal saying he didn't run any plays in the second half of that game. There's also Oscar saying that they just don't normally run when Calipari says yeah, to them. and I don't get that. That is Who, a very verbatim quote I, from I, the, I the most honest guy on the team. <laughs> he so is, yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> well, I, I would love to hear his explanation of that. Like, hey, hey, Mr. English is my second language. What were you saying? <laughs> what, what in the world were you talking about there? I get that. And to your point, yeah, they got a bunch of super seniors, but if they've never played together, if they've never, again, been in, in Calipari's system, this is all new to them, how he wants it done. I'm not saying this. What I'm saying is I think we're missing the bigger picture, and that is, okay, they didn't practice together. Okay, this, that. But, again, they walked into that arena, it seemed like, uh, when they played Gonzaga, and, and the moment overwhelmed them. And that's what bothered me yes. with the super seniors, the guys who have been around, the Kentucky players who have been on the biggest stage, uh, the other guys who are the best players on their teams elsewhere, and they couldn't handle that. That concerns me more than yeah. anything. So C.J. Frederick is shooting 45% in the wins, and the loss is 16.6. That's not good. Antonio Reeves, 51.5 in the wins, 30 in the loss. That's not good either. That's concerning. And again, well, I think and, part of that's being not being up to the moment. Also, in both games, we had the same thing where Severe Wheeler's taking all the big shots and he's making that bad ain't decisions. Good either, yeah. And when they play like that game he had against South Carolina State, he totally took three shots, but he had like eleven assists and yeah. didn't have a turnover. That's the severe wheeler you want. Yeah. That severe wheeler need. will win you games in need, yeah. But you know what? I got I came to realize in that Gonzaga game, and I go, I know we're re retreading old ground, but he was taking those shots because nobody else was. I know. You know? <laughs> that's the same that, thing with Michigan that State, though, too. Me. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's got to change. Well, yeah. it's not easy being the evil empire, Dick. When you're Kentucky <laughs> and everybody's Super Bowl, okay? There is a different. There is a different energy when it comes to playing Absolutely. a Kentucky team. Absolutely. And so maybe these guys are having to get used to that pressure. Maybe that's something <sighs> that they didn't experience at Illinois State or Iowa. But at times, I think the best player on the floor has been Casey Wallace. He has. A he's a true freshman. Absolutely. True yeah, freshman. He's just got that. He doesn't know any better. He does. I guess, <laughs> no, he plays I guess that's the advantage of the youth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. We'll take a break, come back, and uh, chop up a little football as well. Here on the statewide edition of the BBI. Rugged and capable. Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA. And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The iForce Max hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower. And with a multi-terrain select, no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine throttle and traction. Well, the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes. When we say you can go anywhere and do anything. Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places. Hey, DQ fans, taste perfection in every bite of our chicken strip basket. It's loaded with crispy all-white meat chicken strips, golden fries, crunchy Texas toast, and your favorite dipping sauce. Personally, I'm all about the house-made Hidden Valley Ranch. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Do your taste buds a solid and get yourself all-white meat chicken strips with golden crispy fries and dipping sauce now. Only a DQ. Happy tastes good. DQ is a proud partner of UK Athletics. 
like Big Blue Nation, Liquor Barn has everything you need for this week's Wildcat basketball action. Now, you know what? We make it easy to stock up for game watch parties. All you have to do is head to your nearest Liquor Barn store or just go to liquorbarn.com to download the Liquor Barn app and place an order for pickup or delivery. Shop Kentucky's favorite spirits, wine, and beer store, and you know what? You're going to have yourself more time to cheer on the cats. Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. Go Cats! Black Friday weekend is the final weekend of the warehouse sale at P-Rats. It's your last chance to save up to 70% on clearance, open box, and like new furniture, mattresses, and appliances. Recliners, sectionals, mattresses, refrigerators, washers, dryers, and more from the top brands. All discounted to sell. Get up to 12 months, same as cash or finance with no credit check options. Hurry for the best selection and take advantage of these amazing deals before it's all over. It's the Black Friday warehouse sale at P-Rats in Mount Tabor off Richmond Road. Hey, Blue Blue Nation, Cash Danner here, and I want to tell you about my friends over at UK Federal Credit Union. I've been a longtime member of UKFCU ever since the first day I stepped on campus, and I think you should become a member as well. UKFCU offers all the products and services of traditional banks, such as checking accounts, auto loans, along with online and mobile banking options. But unlike those other places, UKFCU is a local Kentucky-owned credit union right here in your backyard. They bleed blue just like you and me. UK Federal Credit Union. It's banking, only better. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. For full details, call 800 234 8528. First Watch, the daytime cafe, is serving up good mornings to Wildcat Country. Here at First Watch, we begin each morning at the crack of dawn, slicing fresh fruits and vegetables, baking muffins, and whipping up our French toast batter from scratch. We use only the finest ingredients for the freshest taste around. Whether you want breakfast for lunch or lunch for breakfast, at First Watch, everything is made to order and freshness is never compromised. First Watch is proud to be the official breakfast of UK athletics. Go Cats! Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Aaron Gershon and Billy Rutledge here in the studio along with yours truly, Dick Gabriel. Going to shift gears to football. Of course, Wildcats coming off a win. Over the Cardinals now waiting until Sunday for the bowl bid. And Aaron, you and I were talking about uh, just the same topic coming into the show tonight. And Billy, I don't know if you had the same reaction, but watching Kentucky play Louisville, and we'll get to the relative merits of, of the strength of competition, I kept thinking to myself in terms of the offense more than the defense because it's hard to complain about the defense this year. There's a couple exceptions, but Agreed. I kept thinking this is what it's supposed to look like, you know, minus the penalties in the first half, which were stupid, <laughs> but zero in the second half, mm-hmm. uh, gave up one sack, and I don't remember any drop passes. Nope. A couple of uh, – an odd call here or there offensively, yeah. one or two, but, you know, you're going to get them in any yeah. game. It's just against the backdrop of this year. Well, It fairly glows in the dark. But anyhow, I, I just thought it was one of the – maybe their overall best performance start to finish. Yeah, it was very offensively super clean. Obviously, no turnovers. Will Levis made great decisions. He definitely looked healthier again and – uh, obviously, Josh Caddis with that huge play oh, kind of man. set the tone right away. It kind of felt like a, it was going to be a good day after that. But, uh, yeah, my only gripe would be some of the red zone offense again where this time it looked better because when you settled for three, the field goals went through and the snaps were good. And, <laughs> and Matt Ruffalo for MVP. Like they Ruffalo were high kicks. Of last year. Right. He'd only missed 
I think five kicks in his career. Well, the holds and snaps in. were clean. Yeah. Right. So great job. I almost put Cade DeGraw for MVP. I voted for Ruffalo, but it was close. <laughs> I almost did. But, uh, you know, great job with those guys. But, yeah. I think the irony would have been lost. <laughs> right. But, like, the fade to Rasan Lewis, it's like, come on, Rick. She's 5'9". Yeah. He's a walk-on. But, you no, know, overall, it was, a, it was a good day offensively. Obviously, 26 points is a decent number. And the defense has done, outside of really the Vandy game and parts of the Tennessee game, what they've done all year. And that's do their job. Uh, I'm a prisoner of the moment, so don't roll your eyes when I say that win <laughs> saved the season. Uh, I'm serious. No, I it mean, did. If they would have oh, lost to Louisville that. and you would have went six and six, uh, I think that it had been a complete and utter failure. And Agreed. that's that's a lot as far as you've come for Kentucky football to say a six-win season is an utter failure. But with the talent that you have and the expectations that you had, uh, that would have had just been such a bad taste in my mouth. You lose to Tennessee, Vandy, and Louisville. And South Carolina, and who South you dominated. Carolina. So yeah. I, I Although they very, turned out to be pretty good. No, they turned glad, out to be good, but very still. glad they were, special teams got their act together. And just think that Kentucky is two penalties away from having nine How wins this year. That? Oh, maybe ten, maybe ten. What's the tenth? Oh, South Carolina. Never mind. Throw this out. I keep thinking that. I think uh, Will, they're healthy. Will Levis away from ten. I think they beat South Carolina with Will Levis. Yeah, so. because they didn't show up. South Carolina's South offense Carolina. and South Carolina's offense scored fourteen points off turnovers that never would have happened true. with yeah. Levis in the game. That's very, I don't, you know, they either execute that first play or they don't. Screw they don't it up. do it with Levis. Or they don't even try it. Right, and yeah. then they there was another. Yes, yeah, fourteen points off turnovers yeah. that put them in positive. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. But you're right. Two plays away, yeah. and I mean, not getting set uh, against Missouri in the hands of the face against Ole Miss. Yep. And then yeah, the hands of the face. Ox and nine against, against Vandy. Uh, against Vandy, you know, and it's not so much the hands of the face, but his helmet came off. Yeah, if it doesn't pop up, I don't, yeah, I don't know, know if the anybody officials call, catch yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, well, we, yeah, it was a good call, but it was back like to a, Billy's uh, initial point. You are absolutely right yeah. because they are well beyond Mister Mister Rutledge, uh, and you weren't even here back when you were just a child. Back when people were saying lad, yes. six wins in a bowl and we'll be happy. It's amazing how quickly the world changes, isn't it? Six mm-hmm. wins. How about seven? Well, he looks pretty good. Should have had nine. Well, we got ten. You know, and then preseason, and I've said it before, and I'll always say it this year, we all drank the Kool-Aid on the big blue wall. You know, not a knock on Yenzer, yep. not a knock on the players. We should have seen that as people who follow UK football and and talk about it and report yeah. on it. <laughs> and, you know, and, and we all talked about it a little bit, Aaron. It's like, yeah, you know, they got a lot of new guys, but, and then we moved you on. Almost, you wanted to give them the benefit, exactly. benefit of the doubt because when they've had young guys step in before, they've executed. But it was only like one here or there. Yeah. well, like You know, and the, the opposing think, defensive lines aren't going to give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt. They're going to kick their butts. Mark Stoops alluded to it on his radio show today. Darrow Rosenthal leaving the year early hurt them. It really he did. He did everything because, to name him. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, I know. Which I was telling you, other than Calvin Joseph, those are the only two guys I've ever heard him really, without saying their names, kind yeah. of attack on that radio yeah. show. But he's right in both cases. But really, I mean, left tackle, they couldn't figure out who was going to win that all summer. They went with David Wallabog. It was a disaster week one. And they had to force Kenneth, Kenneth Horsey, who a third-team All-SEC guard going into the year to left tackle where he's not comfortable and not good. We saw it in the bowl game against Iowa. He's not a good tackle. He's a great guard, which is why Rich Scangrello kept sending out that he's coming back next year to play guard with that extra year, which would be huge for them to get him back. And he said it as much last week. Kenneth's a really good guard. And and he kept saying he's going to come back and be great at guard. So it's like, well, you're just taking his news. But, uh, yeah, we should have seen the offensive line stuff more, but there's – 
that was the biggest thing, but some of the play calling too played into it. There were plays that could have been had if the call, right call was made, and also some throws that were missed, and obviously Will getting hurt. A lot of what ifs this season. I'll always say, how do you know when the O line can't block well enough? That's true too. And you know what? If the O line block better, maybe Will Levis doesn't get hurt. That and we we might not be talking about calls on offense maybe not yeah because maybe they, they just the look chains, prettier right i mean look how well the offensive line played to yeah. their credit the last two you know they easily could have packed it in they're getting hated on by the fans and last two games of the season they were great and the offense moved the ball well well yeah and you saw clean pockets for will levis sure did yeah the way the way it was supposed to be and it's been really interesting to watch this freshman class develop oh, oh man it's a loaded whether class. it be the receivers that we all know and love or Dion walker <laughs> or oh. just it just seems like that Keontae Goodwin didn't play a lot, but feels like he's going to be a cornerstone of this offensive line eventually. I just, in a the transfer portal college football world right now, where Kentucky's going to look to entice a quarterback, how can you not be excited to play for some of the talent around you? It's just the decision yeah. at offensive coordinator. You better be enticing a couple of tackles too, right? Yes. I would hope. Yes, I think so they can, definitely. You can that. tell yeah. the quarterbacks, and here's the big guy who's going to protect you. Yeah, and the good <laughs> thing, blind side. The good thing is you had it straight from the horse's mouth, where Barry untold you he's not going anywhere. How about that? That, that was awesome. And you, a lot of guys. I mean, a lot of the things that Mark Stoops said tonight on his show makes it sound like no starters are going anywhere. And yeah, I didn't think Dane Keywood, he's a Lexington kid, Deion Walker. You wonder is he whistling past the graveyard there? Has he got his fingers crossed? Like, please. Yeah, you know? he might. But all we've seen so far, I mean, so far, obviously very early, but there's going to be yeah. a lot in the next seven days. Right. Um, three backup receivers, which you have so much young depth that you didn't even get to unleash at that position. If and you're in a position room with, with Brown and, and Key and the, so, the recruits they have, yeah. like the numbers, they're Anthony a top five Jordan, wide yeah. receiver class yeah. coming in with Shamar Porter, Anthony Brown, and uh, there's another name in there too. Yeah, no, that's you're right, Billy. It's a new world with the portal, oh and gosh. and I thought one of the it was the most clever thing I think I've ever heard Stoops say since he's been here, and he said a lot of clever stuff. I have 85 free agents, and every coach in America has 85 free agents. Yes. that's mm. kind of scary when you think about it. Well, even more so than the NFL, right? Because yes. I mean, the NFL, at least they have guarantees contracts. and contracts. Contracts and, that hold them in place. Yeah, right, exactly. And in, in college football, it's just if you're not getting as much playing time as you'd like, yeah. you can go to the portal and see what's out there. Now, the reality is there's going to be so many people in the portal, and they're not going to have the same interest that they think that they have. So people are going to have to learn the hard way. But, you know, this is what we wanted, right? Yeah. Player empowerment. <laughs> it was. I will say it's fun with the quarterbacks because you see all these guys who are great at places are not great, but you can see the potential, and then they're like a free agent. It's kind of like, it's kind of like pro. It really is like pro sports. We're like, oh man, I loved watching him. Blah blah blah. Now yeah. I, I hope he's here. Like I don't know if you guys have seen Twitter today. The Cade McNamara stuff is hilarious right now with fans wanting him. He's already in UK gear. He's already. <laughs> a, he's a cat. That's yeah. what everyone's saying already. Well, and again, let's go, we'll go back to Barry and Brown when you know, I was assured left and right. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this uh, there are things you can like about social media. Those media members. But it, uh, well, <laughs> it's media with a small M. It's not just, you know. <laughs> Lowercase M. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, just don't listen, folks. Do yourself a favor. All right, we'll come back and talk with Jeff Pecora. We'll talk more Kentucky football on the statewide edition of the BBI. Shamrock Bar and Grill on Heartland Parkway has always been your home for good food, great times, cold beer, and the biggest games on TV. But did you know you can bring that world-famous Shamrock atmosphere to your home? Shamrock's is now delivering food, growlers, and six-packs to your door. 
Find our full menu at shamrocksky.com or call their Heartland Parkway location at 245-9504. Call them up tonight for delivery. You can also have Shamrock's food delivered by Uber Eats. A lot has changed in our 35 years at the boot store, but what hasn't changed is our commitment to having a huge selection of quality name brand boots, western wear, and accessories. And as always, we strive to give you the best fit possible at a fair competitive price. Whether you need boots for a day on the job or a night on the town, do your feet a favor and come and see us at the boot store. We're just a few minutes south of Fayette Mall on Nicholasville Road. Get your boots at the boot store. <laughs> For the health and safety of everyone, people are staying in their homes now more than ever before. It's also important that the air inside our home is as clean and pure as possible. The professionals at Atmosphere Air Quality are here for you. Whether it's duct cleaning to combat allergies, AC coil cleaning, even carpet cleaning and deodorizing, residential or commercial, call them today to set up a free video inspection of your air ducts. 388-4424. 388-4424. Atmosphere Air Quality. The experts. The Livesey Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Livesey Group services include free initial consultation and quotes. Bob and Bobby Livesey are native Lexingtonians. They are big blue fans and ready to serve you. The Livesey Group, your one-stop shop for accounting needs. Call 296 1913 or visit LivesyGroup.com. We all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle. We also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value. That's reason enough why Kentucky families choose Prairie-owned Prairie Farms dairy products, like our two complete lines of delightful, creamy Prairie Farms yogurt flavors, fat-free or low-fat. Both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving. Farm-fresh quality from our family to yours. Farmer-owned Prairie Farms. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone's Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets. So many options. I'm going for the cookout special bundle. Now over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. I love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop, top quality meats for less. 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com. Border to border, it's the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel, Aaron Gershon, Billy Rutledge. Let us welcome in on our celebrity hotline. He is a color analyst and former UK wide receiver, Jeff Pecoro. Champion, I was just talking to Aaron and Billy about, and you and I kind of talked about it after the game as well as we trudged to our vehicles. This offense, this defense, the special teams, it all worked in concert. Finally, this, you know, for from start to finish, minus nine penalties. That was a lot, pretty much what it was supposed to look like all year. Am I right? You are correct, sir. And I just finished my Diablo sandwich and had a Dr. Pepper. Well, in congratulations. The top of that and did, I finished a Dr. Pepper through the top of the Governor's Cup trophy. <laughs> did you get it in a hurry? Because I know you were in a hurry. Um, I was in a <laughs> hurry. Uh, Aaron touched on this before we, uh, before we get into some other topics, though. But I think we all had a feeling that if they could somehow – handle Louisville's defensive pressure. And it was, it was there. 
Kentucky had a great shot at winning, and I didn't think Kentucky would win as easily as it did. But I was really impressed with how they handled that defensive pressure, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, this is a team that was, in, in Louisville we're talking about, who led the country in turnover margin. They had a ridiculous numbers of tackles for losses, ridiculous number of sacks, 15 interceptions, and yet it didn't happen against Kentucky. Um, it, it, kudos to them for doing that. I mean, you're talking about a line that has been, uh, you know, subpar or porous, whatever you want to call it, all year long. I think they blocked well. Um, there were times when, when Levis was pressured, but for the most part, yeah, they, they, they did a nice job. I mean, Chris was able to run the football. They were able to throw the football. And, you know, if, if you get a couple of sevens instead of threes, then that game almost looks like it did last year. What did the line do so well, Jeff, against Louisville? And granted, Louisville was not Georgia. But uh, to your point, Louisville really active on defense enough to where it wreaked total havoc on uh, most of its opponents in the second half of the year. Why was the O-line so successful? Could you tell from upstairs? Well, I, I think that they, they, were tr- they were forcing Louisville to go wide, to go to the outside, uh, pushing them out. You know, and, and the one thing Louisville likes is they like to slant their defensive line, meaning they'll, they'll all three or four of their down linemen will go one way. And to me, that's kind of easier to block if you're passing instead of running because they're, you know, you can just push them that way. You can continue them on that way. Yeah. All Will has to do is slide. Right. And if you're passing, then the linebackers aren't going to scrape and blitz. They're going to have to drop back to pass coverage. So he slides, he slides the protection, or he slides the pocket, and he has time to get rid of the football. He was able to go down the field. He was able to go medium range. Um, yeah, I just think they did a really good job. I, I mean, the easy answer for me to say, again, there's a difference between the SEC and the oh, ACC. Oh, yeah. There yeah. just is. Yeah. And, I mean, you believe it or not, but there is. Louisville was able to do all of that against ACC teams. And when they are put up against an SEC team, even, you know, a middle, middle of the road to, you know, upper third of the SEC, you know, they were able to, you know, kind of have their way with them. Like I said, if you, if you change two of the field goals to touchdowns, oh, yeah. you know, now it's, you know, now you got 34, you know, 38 points up there on the board. Yeah. Uh, if, if J.J. Walker walks into the end zone <laughs> instead of tripping over himself, you get seven there. Yeah. You know, and, and that one, you, you ended up with three. Uh, momentum's everything, too. Speaking of that play by J.J. Jeff, the defensive line and just the pass rush for Kentucky, Zion Childress in there as well, uh, four sacks when they were coming into that game with 15 on the air. That was last in the SEC, bottom half uh, in the country. What did you make of the way the pass rush got home? Was it that Louisville's offensive line is just not as good as some of the offensive lines in the SEC Kentucky's played or just things that UK was doing a little differently and better? Yeah, I, I think that's got a little bit to do with it. I, I think that uh, they're jacked up because all they heard all week was how great Louisville was and they were on such a roll and, you know, they were hungry. Um, you know, I, t- I talked to Joker Phillips and, and Joker even said they're very vast. Defense can really fly around the football. Um, you know they've got to be able to take care of their speed, and I, I think that Kentucky minimalized it on both sides. They they weren't hurt by a deep pass. Um, they weren't hurt by a you know a, a gaping holes and the little offensive line. 
I thought Walker played a great game. He, he's just a freshman. Yeah. Um, I think he played a really good game. Um, I thought the linebacker played really well. There was a couple times where Derek Jackson nailed people. Um, uh, Trevin Wallace with the interception was fantastic. Yeah. I think the defensive secondary really helped because their guys couldn't get open. Um, for most of the game, they couldn't. And then finally, towards the end, they just kind of moved Hudson around a little bit to try to get him in, in some space where they could just throw the ball to him. But, you know, he was he's one of the top receivers, uh, you know, reception-wise in the country. And they held him in check for three quarters of the game until it was really kind of out of reach is when he, you know, got three or four or five catches there in the fourth quarter. Jeff, there's a video of a Louisville receiver throwing a water bottle into the crowd <laughs> near the end of the game. I'm curious on how clearly you can hear the fans when you're on the sideline like that. As a player, uh, you yes, can hear them. You, yeah, you can hear them, um, especially at some you know some of the part like <laughs> Dick knows this story at at the old swamp at the swamp in Florida. There is what Dick five yards behind the bench to the wall. Yeah, maybe. If, if that, yeah. And, yeah, and, and a lot of times, and then they used to have, you know, especially what time of year you played them, there would be co-ed sitting up there with just like bathing suit tops on and shorts. And, and how are you supposed to keep your mind on the game? You know, you're looking <laughs> back in the stands. And um, and the quarterback, like Randy Jenkins or Hans, would say, hey, let, let, let me get loose. And he'd throw the ball, and you're, you know, you're on the sidelines, and the dudes would try to smack the ball as it's coming yeah. at you. Yeah. Like reach out to try to hit it. That's how close you were. <laughs> uh, Tennessee was right on top of you back in the day. Vandy. Um, Not that uh, that matters. Vandy. Vandy. Yeah, but but Vanderbilt was such a, a Kentucky crowd that it That's really true. didn't bother you that yeah. much. But um, yeah, you can hear, especially up close. You you can hear. I mean. You know, we when we were beating Tennessee, we would stand up on the bench and yell, you know, play Rocky Top now, you guys, you know. Yeah, and so, you mix in a few colorful yeah, uh, guys. descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say this, Jeff, and I'm glad you brought up the swamp. Are you still there, Jeff? Did we lose Jeff? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, we heard a weird noise. Um, several years, it was when Tim Couch was playing. And Jeff's right, the the student body, or half the student section, it seemed, was like right behind the Kentucky bench. And, buddy... They brought the ice, and they just pelted the Kentucky sideline. The occasional orange, but ice was a lot easier. Uh, and your faithful correspondence here got hit a little bit too. Uh, but they, they pelted the Kentucky players, and there was a rule change in the SEC. Now you cannot put students behind the opposing bench. But at Florida, it is it – is, uh, no, you can't put the band there either – but at Florida, right. it's like right off the corner. I mean, it is still. And Jeff, if you wanted to warm up over there, they could still knock the ball down. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. And, and the other, the other one you can do is, is worse than Rocky Top are the cowbells at Mississippi State. Oh, that, yeah. that's just horrible. Well, that's all how they're allowed place. to do that. I'll never know. Yeah, well, <laughs> because they changed the rule, they tried to do away with it, and, and now they're like, all right, you can have them, just don't do it when they're. Hiking the ball or whatever, so yeah. Just don't to, the L's down or the hook them horns downward, or, or else we're going to find you and suspend your players. And, you know, uh, you so the, bad. The UK band's not allowed to do L's down. Their director finds it disrespectful and banned it. Well, it is disrespectful, but that's, well, what, that's part that's of why you do it. I, you know what? I, and again, I'm an outlier in this. I'm I'm good with L's down. I think that's all part of the college experience. But the only problem I have with it is 
Kentucky fans now identify themselves with L's down. Yeah, only do it when you're playing. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it why, comes why, off as... Why do you allow yeah. your opposing, your, your greatest rival, to be a part of your I, pride in your school? Yeah. They're in your head. As the, yeah, They're living as rent-free. The rent-free, exactly. Yeah. Well, See, did I say that right, Billy? You did. Let, it's, it's a lifestyle, let, though, Dick. Let, you know? let me give Jeff a football question. But it's question. wrong. We're not wrong. It's just silly, I think. <laughs> let me give Jeff a football question. Jeff, your name is Will Levis. Are you playing a bowl game that doesn't matter that much to most, you know, to the NFL guys, but it will matter to your doesn't team? doesn't matter anything to the NFL And guys. really just your fans and your teammates. <laughs> Only your fans and your teammates. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> You that's, know, that's a hell of a lot. That's, that's where we've gone with these bowl games, haven't we? Yeah, but that's what it's all about. Right. Go ahead, Jeff. But, you know, it, it's a great question, but uh, I just remember the two of the best players to come through here in the last 15 years yep. were Josh Allen and Ben Snell, and both of them said, there's no way I'm not playing in this game. Same with the Lee. last time I get to suit up. You know, it's the last time I get to be with my brothers. Um, you know, but then the flip side of that is you've got agents, you've got representatives saying you're sitting on 50 75 billion dollars if you're the first player taken in the draft and if you get hurt in the bowl game and blow out your acl you're not going to be the first player taken in the draft so you have to weigh that with your love and allegiance to your team so i i understand both sides of it fans and, and teammates wanting him to play and uh, i understand uh him saying, you know what, um, I, I I just can't do it. I don't want to risk um, you know, risk my pro career. And it, to take that one step further, and Dick will remember this, there's a guy that played basketball at the University of Kentucky named Derek Anderson who got hurt, and he missed almost the entire year. Right, Dick? Or, or yeah. the last part of that year, yeah. they did a graph of his ACL, and – the week of the national championship game, this is the final four. Um, Derek Anderson's the best guy in practice. They can't stop him, and he's playing great defense, and Rick Pitino would not let him play in yep. the championship game. Yep. He wow. said, I am not going to risk your professional career. Right. He put him in when the game was over to shoot free throws. That's exactly and, right. Uh, and, and that was it. And so, I mean, I, I see a coach and, and people like that saying, so I can see both sides of it. And it cost him a national title, no question. Yes, it and, did. They would have beat. They yeah, would have beat yeah. Arizona. And Rick said, "I thought to myself, what would I do if this were my son?" Yes. And so. Well, yeah. And then what would he have done if he plays him in five minutes into the game? He yeah. he tears it again. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, question for you: Luke Fickle is leaving Cincinnati to be hired yep. at Wisconsin. Yep. Do you feel yep. like Vince Merrill will be a candidate for that job at Cincinnati? Yeah, Vince is a candidate for that job. Um, I, I, I here's the the only question that I would have if I'm Cincinnati. You played in the championship last year. You played in the uh, you know you're the five, excuse me the final four. You're in the BCS. I think that job, and I'm not knocking Vince at all. I think he will someday would could make a great head coach. Would the fan base? I think you owe them more. I think that it's a good enough job. They're moving to the Big 12. They played in the BCS last year. They get somebody that's never been a head coach before. Is, you know, it's the only downside to that. The upside to that is you're going to get the best recruiter in college football in the state he grew up in and the state that he has pilfered player after player <laughs> away from Ohio State and away from Cincinnati to come to Kentucky. 
it would be a double whammy for Kentucky because now he's the head coach, so you lose him on the sidelines, and you also lose him in recruiting battles where he is the far and away the best they got. I think that Mark, one of the reasons he made the move today was he has to, he's lost. Look what he's lost in the last couple of years. He's lost John Schlarman, he's lost Summerall, and he's lost uh, uh, Scale. Yeah. And, and those three guys were, along with Vince, were his recruiters. Yeah. Period. In the story. Well, now, Eddie, Eddie is not allowed to go, I don't think, in, in his no. role. Grand was a pretty good recruiter as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I really think that he has to replace Settle, who really didn't do a very good job at all in recruiting, with an ace recruiter. And if he loses Vince, then he has really got to find somebody that, that knows how to recruit. I tell you, and, and Stoops obviously knows a lot more than I do, but I would love to see them bring Klingscale back. Hefty raise, title, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Tough. We'll take a break, yeah. come back, and talk more football. We'll look ahead to the bowl games with Jeff Picaro, who actually took part in a couple of them in his time as a Kentucky Wildcat. More to come here on the statewide BBI. Hi, I'm Capri, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grill Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grilled Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a Grilled Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Toyota-thon is on, and that's the best time to save on an exciting new Toyota Camry. America's best-selling car is loaded with style and innovation. You can even get one with all-wheel drive. At an EPA-estimated 52 MPG, the electrified Camry Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. And every new Toyota comes with two years no-cost maintenance. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Noses don't stop running at 5 o'clock. Sore throats never sleep. Because your symptoms go around the clock, so do your options for care at Baptist Health. With evening hours seven days a week and 24-7 video visits, you always have access to the care you know and trust. To find the nearest urgent care location or to start your video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. This is Urgent Care, centered on you. A lot of banks claim to be the best, but we let our awards speak for us. Fork Bank has been named a Best Places to Work award winner for eight consecutive years. We attract and hire some of the best bankers in the region to provide you with a one-of-a-kind experience. And we were recently named a best-in-state bank by Forbes and the number one ranked bank in Kentucky based on an independent survey. So if you want to bank with the best, bank with Fork Bank for a happier banking experience. Fork Bank, member FDIC. It started as a dream, and here they are. Moving day. Wait, isn't moving supposed to be stressful? Oh, that's right. They bought their home from Weikert. Their Weikert agent guided them from start to finish to make sure they found their perfect place. And here they are, home. Dream, move, home. Weikert, call your local Weikert office to make your move. Each Weikert franchised office is independently owned and operated. Have you ever been driving down the road and out of nowhere? Bam, that skyline craving hits you. Doesn't matter where you're going or what you're doing. You've got to pull into the nearest skyline and get some of those amazing cheese conies immediately. 
That freshly steamed bun and all that fluffy cheese just melts in your mouth. Mmm, man, that's good. Let me guess, you're getting the craving right now. Sorry, not sorry. Feeling good. It's Skyline time. Welcome back to the Say White edition of the BBI. Aaron Gershon, Billy Rutledge. We're talking with Jeff Pecoro, UK Sports Network football analyst. As I mentioned, Jeff took part in a couple of bowl games. Your last game, Jeff Pecoro, as a Wildcat, was a win, wasn't it, over Wisconsin? Yeah, in the Holiday Bowl. Oh, no, we didn't go there. We went to the Hall of Fame Bowl. <laughs> yes. That reference is its a story for another night, but... The seniors voted to go to San Diego to the Holiday Bowl, and they were overruled by Jerry Claiborne. So they went back to Birmingham and, and played in the bitter cold. Oh. Instead of playing Brigham Young, which beat a 6-5 and five Michigan team and was named national champion, Kentucky, Jeff, I think you guys would have beaten Robbie Bosco and Brigham Young. Why do you have to bring that up? Because you brought it up. You said we didn't go to the Holiday Bowl. Oh. <laughs> it still festers, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's an open sore. Well, yes. the reason I wanted to talk about this specifically is because, and I, I said this on, on my show here locally, and I've always said it, uh, it, it kind of rankles me a little bit when I hear people in our line of work say, these games are just meaningless, and yet you and I were there in Nashville when Rich Brooks' team won their first bowl game, the Music City Bowl, and celebrated like they'd won the Super Bowl. <laughs> You know, these games are rewards for play. I know they're not national championship games, but they are meaningful. Watch the reaction of players with teams that win these games and fans that get to go and party. It's not meaningless. I know it's not the playoffs, but it wasn't meaningless to you guys, was it? No, not at all. And to take that a step further, Dick, I, I, you know, before they started the BCS, you know, you, you you put goals on the board in every school. If you went to Michigan or Ohio State, it said win the Big Ten, go to the Rose Bowl. If you went to Georgia or Alabama or Kentucky, it said win the SEC, go to the Sugar Bowl. You know, if you if you were at Miami or Virginia Tech, it was you know, win and go to the Orange Bowl. That's right. Everybody had that one affiliation. Bowl, yeah. You know, and that affiliation that, that they had with each of the conferences. And that's what made it so cool. And my senior, I think there was what, Dick, twelve bowls, yeah. maybe? Yeah, there's too many now. You know, now there's forty something bowls. <laughs> Not to take away, but still yeah. winning a bowl game is, is 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 awesome. It's a great experience for the kids. It's um you know, we we ended up nine and three that year. Yep. We were sixteenth in the country and, and that meant something. Um, I, I don't think it means as much to the public nowadays no. because of the BCS. Um, that's why I'd like to see them expand it, because if you lose, if you're if you're one of the top, you know, top six or eight teams, the Alabamas of the world, you know, you lose an early game, you're done. I mean, three weeks into the year, it, you're playing for you know second place now, and and that's I just don't think that's fair to the kids anymore. Expand that playoff and let let more teams in it. I'd be all right with twelve. Yeah, one yeah, guy. I mean, I, they do it at every other level of, of college yeah. football. One guy I could tell you met those bowl games went a lot to. I remember Cash Daniel crying after oh, both man. of the ones that he yeah. won and saying, yeah. "I never had a hat that said champions on it." That's right. After the Sixers bowl, but Jeff, if if you got to pick, 
Would you rather the Music City Bowl, Nashville, a city we've been to a lot, play a Big Ten school, or Memphis? Uh, I've heard mixed. Th- I've actually never been to Memphis, so I've heard mixed things. But also, you like Beale Street, I promise. Yeah, you. Yeah, I've heard that's amazing. But get the chance to play a Big Twelve school, maybe even Oklahoma there. No, I I wouldn't want to go to Memphis um, unless I had a police escort everywhere. <laughs> in Memphis. We can uh, arrange that. <laughs> I, I, I would not want to go there, and that's not one of the three that Kentucky has listed anyway, so I, I think, I think that's is. off the table. Um, what's that? I think it is. Now, Did the they take Kentucky, it off the table? The three Kentucky – no, Kentucky is allowed to submit three. The three they submitted were Nashville, uh, Vegas, and Texas. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, so those are, that's where they would like to go, and none, no uncertain order – they would love to go to Nashville. The only problem is you're going to split your That's right. uh, your your fan base because the exact same time as kickoff is the exact same time as tip-off for UK Mobile Basketball. Yep. And I think there's going to be 24,000 people that are going to be at Rupp Arena and another 1,000 outside trying to get in to watch that because they think that they're going to just annihilate Louisville and they want to be there to watch it. Um, it you know, I, for me, I would like to go to Vegas or Texas because we've never been there. Yeah. And uh, I hear the Texas Bowl is really cool, and I know that Vegas supposedly treats – I was in Vegas uh, years ago doing uh, the Holiday Basketball Classic out there, and they just treat the, the, the team so well out there. It's a really cool experience for the teams and, and uh, the players out there and, and, and the fans. So that would be my two choices, but I think a lot of people would rather go to Nashville because, you know, you can drive there and, and Kentucky would you know bring 20 or 30,000 people there anyway. Uh, Jeff, just about like 90 seconds before we have to leave, but are these games really meaningful when you have players opting out of the game? Yeah, Billy, look, for, for Cash Daniel, for Jeff Bacoro, it was the last time you ever put a football uniform on. Um, so that means something. Um, you know, I still remember like it was yesterday. And for 99% of the players on that team, you're never going to put a uniform on again, you know? So those seniors, that's it. It's the last time you put a helmet on. So, yeah, it means something. And it's the last time you wear the Kentucky across your chest. So, yeah, it means a lot. You know, it's an emotional time. Jeffro, thanks for joining us throughout the season. We'll talk again on the statewide show before the bowl game. And uh, otherwise, we will see you at the ball games. <laughs> All right, Dick. <laughs> thanks, you guys. Jeff. Appreciate it. Jeff Pecoro of the UK Sports Network. And, again, a guy who played in a couple bowl games. They lost the first bowl game they played against West Virginia. Came back the next year and won the Hall of Fame Bowl in Birmingham against Wisconsin. Altoon in Wisconsin. How about that? No holiday bowl for you, Dick. No, no, no San Diego. Or you, Jeff. Thanks for joining us, everybody. That's it. Good night from Lexington. been listening to big blue insider presented by the cat's paws big blue insider was brought to you by kentucky utilities uk healthcare prairie farms barney millers mingy beef jerky boone's butcher shop north side rv and by john's run walk shop with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.